0: Hello, Panther fans. This is another edition of the Hell Podcast, episode number 18. Man, we've been at it. It seems like we just started it yesterday. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Anyway, I am J.R. Robinson. Of course, the dog will start (laughs) up. Right when we start. I'm J.R. Robinson, Pikeville High School class of 2010. The Hall of Famer, of course, Mr. Douglas Powers. Uh, class of uh, 1997, Pikeville High School, and, of course, my idiot brother is here with us as well, Pikeville High School Class of 1995, Mr. Heath Robinson. Is. And, man, my dog it's, is here. it's been an eventful two weeks. We took a week off last week. We had some stuff going on. Yeah, I'm going to kind of get into that if you don't care. Uh, I was uh,
1: sick and thought I had COVID, got tested, and spent my quarantine. I didn't want to tell a whole lot of people, and, and uh, my, all my, my tests came back negative and everything, so I just appreciate people's uh, thoughts and prayers and wanted to know about it. So
0: and uh, That's why we didn't record last week. And also, I'd like to say to everybody out there that listens to the Hell podcast, don't be afraid to go get tested. Whether you think this is a crazy, whatever it is I don't know just if you feel sick take the precautions you know and go get tested and do what you're supposed to do do the right thing do the right thing wear your mask out in public hey it might keep five of our football players from getting. yeah Yeah. go get tested find out I want to have a football season me too yeah absolutely so you know go get tested don't be afraid to let everybody you know know your journey through this let give us more information don't be afraid to tell people that you've got it as long as you're safely doing it in your house and you're not going to give it to everybody else. That's all I've got to say. on that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's
2: very important, Jr. because, yep. you know, if these people were getting the flu, would, would would anybody treat them different? No. So, look, we need to be supportive of these people in our community that might suffer from COVID or or uh, get test positive or, or what, what whatever it may be. You know, we're better than this virus.
0: I had the test done, and it's not. As bad as people make it out to be, it's and there's a saliva test coming. Soon. Yeah, and it's and you know it gives everybody peace of mind. It you know helps us get this football season going, as which we're trying to have. Lord have mercy, please let it happen. Uh, but you know, just don't be afraid to you know voice your opinion and all that stuff on Facebook still. But go get tested and do the right thing. That's what I want to start out with all right let's get the shout out uh bub who you want to shout out i want to shout
1: out uh i totally missed this opportunity a couple weeks ago and did get a, we talked about it off the air and i meant to mention it on the air and totally forgot about it but i want to give a shout out to wake forest demon deacon's freshman wide receiver jackson hensley who's been turning a lot of heads down there in fall practice uh you know, everybody knows who Jackson is here. You know, he's a legend here at the school. Arguably one of the best all-around athletes who ever played here. I don't really think there's much of an argument to it, but go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I think he's definitely on the list. But, uh, uh, you know, Jackson, we're proud of you. You're representing Pipe well, just like we all know you would. And
0: uh, keep it working, brother, and you're going to wind up being elite. And, uh, you know, the, the most important one there. What's that? The shout out that you always give.
1: Oh, yeah, Doug Powers for school board, man. <laughs> Uh, you know, if 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 you put a sign in the yard that says Doug Powers for school board on it, man, we're going to know
0: you're one of the good guys. A new otherwise, era. Otherwise, we're not going to be totally sure. A new era of excellence. And we're still coming for the White House, man. All the time. If you don't vote for Doug for school board, we will all look on you with contempt.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we want listeners, guys. Come on. Now, hey. Okay, Mayor, so,
1: Mayor Goldie Wilson. I like the sound of that. Uh,
0: Doug, shout out! Shout out to
2: Pike County Health Department. Uh, Tammy Rowley, my, my she's friend, a thought he might have COVID, and they absolutely weren't being over backwards. Uh, talk to him. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, you know, I didn't want to say anything about yeah. that because I, I didn't no, know I, what the
1: protocol was on that. But
2: I didn't want to get tamed. No, ju- well, it's not just him. I mean, they all, they're just doing a great job. Yeah, they, they've, and, been, they've been very helpful. You know, just it's good. Information's getting
0: to people. That's how we beat this thing. Information. Information education. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome. Uh, I give a shout out to uh, Pikeville Medical Center where I am employed. Of course, you would. <laughs> yeah, uh, they do an awesome job with the testing as well. Uh, got great doctors over there. Um, I've been tested over there. They they take all the protocols with the workers and everything else. Do an awesome job. So, thank you guys for that. And my usual shout outs, Dustin Boyd for the theme music. Just had a baby yesterday. Really? Dustin. Right yeah. Yes. That's yes. Yeah. Just Little Lacey. She, three years, a... no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> she's cute as well a button, man. He's already got a uh, two-year-old baby, Uh-oh. yeah, and uh, so, both of them are girls. So, uh, Dustin, uh, our hearts all go out to I you. I do not envy you. Yeah, yeah. I I don't have any children, but I know from you know from where you are with a girl that it's already hard enough on you. Well, girls and boys, they each bring their hey, own girls special are great when they're
1: younger. You don't have to worry yeah. about girls till they get about ten or eleven, and the that's boys your- are the opposite. Got to constantly worry
0: about boys when they're younger, and then when they get about 14 or 15, you usually don't have to worry about them. So that's what I found in my experience. I don't know about all that. Doug may have to disagree with you. I just worry. I worry for other people's kids, man. I'll I'll tell you. But congratulations, Dustin, and uh, we we love you here. Thank you for the theme music. Keep doing your thing with your beats and everything, and good luck on your. on your new career path and everything. We love you to death. Thank you very much. you got any questions for Dustin, you can hit him up on Facebook or Instagram. Also, shout out to uh, the Blake and Jessa podcast, which is called what?
1: Well, I guess he must have took my advice because he finally shut up. Uh, <laughs> do have a podcast No, anymore. he's
0: coaching. He's coaching. So he's doing his thing. Well, yeah, there he's not shutting he's... up at all. He's, he's coaching junior high, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'd love love to
1: have Matt and or Blake or both on this show.
2: and Yeah, we can get on that. Yeah. We'll That'd be awesome.
1: We'd love to you know, talk to them about the play days and talk about junior high football, because you know, we definitely want to recognize junior high football. Yeah, I'm a guys. huge yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. and huge Matt fan. does an awesome job. Blake does an awesome job. You know, uh, Jess, I don't know how you put up with it, but. <laughs> Jess is a saint. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Jess for we're putting were up Catholic, If we were Catholic, I'd qualify you for sainthood. Oops. <laughs> But we ain't. We're bad But thank you very much. You yeah, uh, have my admiration. But Blake's an avid listener. Yeah. He listens just about every week, especially when he's at work. Shut so, up, So uh, thank you, Blake, for that. And thank you, Jessa, for being a big supporter of ours. And now let's get this show rolling. So I think the elephant in the room here is about the decision. Sure. Well, first of all, before we do that, everybody stay tuned.
1: After this, I know a lot of people got confused last time. After yeah. this. Huge guest. Huge after guest. After this show, we have a huge guest. It's Athletic Director Christy Orm. You're not going to want to miss it. It's a heck of an interview. And we'll be playing it after Doug and JR and I go on about KHSAA and coronavirus and high school football and how it's related.
0: Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. It was an awesome interview. Uh, loved, man, she's natural in interviews. I was going yeah, glad to tell you. It was, it well, she's was, a heck of a coach. Yeah, it's very yeah.
2: professional, too. I yeah. mean, just. She's a heck of a coach. You know, I
1: mean, she he, all kind of made us, you know, without even saying anything, yeah. we all just kind of set up straighter and
2: had good posture. Yeah, if yeah. you're a teacher coach uh, or a parent, or a student, you should feel good having an athletic director and a coach, a girls' basketball coach like Christy Horn. Yeah, she yeah. does
0: a heck of a job. Man. She and, really does. And, you know, another thing, too, um, you know, this that interview is not going to be all about football, guys. No. It's, it's, it's surprisingly
2: about a lot of different yeah. things, a lot but, of different
0: sports. Well, we kind
1: of wanted to do that because, you know, mo- let's just be honest with what this show really normally is, which people like it, and I'm glad that they do, but – you know, normally it's a bunch of old, uh, you know, football players sitting around swapping war stories. Well, you know, we couldn't really do that with Christy Orr. So, you know, her being an athletic director, her being a female, she was a basketball player, basketball yeah. coach. Yeah,
2: and, uh, and there was a lot of uh, – she's a resource for information too. Big time. And I know that a lot of the community in Pogville have questions. Yeah. yeah. And I think some of them will get answered in that area. Uh, yeah. hundred percent.
0: And, you know, another thing too, it gives a lot of the mommies out there, uh, you know, it – it ain't all about the daddies watching the boys play. The mommies watching too. Trust me, they're as big of fans. Yeah, big shout out to the Panther mamas out there. Yeah, the,
1: the the experience of these boys playing football would not be the same if yeah. you guys weren't involved. Yeah, you know? or if you girls weren't involved. Excuse me. Yeah, and so that that's a that's a huge element, you know, that that goes into what makes this football
0: program as special as it is. Also, um, you know, she had a son who played here, yep. JT and we wanted to get her perspective on what it was like watching the game because, you know, what we do when well, we're out there and learned we're learned some things
1: there. about why she came here to begin with that, that, that really kind of shocked me, to be on. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and it, 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 I mean, not that I, not that I was shocked, but it was just kind of surprised me. Yeah. You know, it kind of took me by surprise, you know, her honesty about the situation. Yeah. Really? So, uh, not
0: saying she wouldn't be honest, but you know what I mean. I mean, I, I'm digging myself in a hole here. But he just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jesus. I'm just gonna shut up. But she had an. We had an awesome interview with her. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, right after you know we talk about what's going on. But the elephant in the room, as I mentioned, is the KHSAA's decision on Thursday. Yeah. Absolutely. We are going to go ahead with the go already. You know, previously yeah. discussed motion that we are going to start next week practice. It is the recommendation of yes. the KHSAA Yeah, to start practice. Yes, next week.
1: The governing body of high school sports in the state of Kentucky, Absolutely. of all high school
0: sports. So that was a big win. Definitely a big win. And we start tomorrow. Have they got their uh, helmets and stuff? Yeah, the juniors and seniors I think have already got theirs, and
1: then I think the freshmen and sophomores will be getting theirs tomorrow, Monday, I think. so. Cool.
0: Man, I mean, I know this is going to be a weird year, but just to say we're going to have a football season with all this uncertainty, just to keep our, you know, our minds clear, or whatever, has been that was one of the best best news I've had in six months. Yeah, yes. it
1: definitely, it, it, it's going to help the public psyche a little bit, just I a agree. little bit of normalcy. Yeah. You know, it's fall; it's time for high school football. You know, fall's coming in anyway. It's still summer, but.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I heard a quote today, uh, and you know, you'll hear it in the interview too. Uh, Coach Orham kind of hits on it: like how much it's not just football. You know, there's a lot of things that go into football right. that are that help these kids. And the guy said, uh, "There's there's more to he's like he was saying, there's more to life than football, but there's more to football than to fo- than football. So you know, it, it's a I'm glad to see these kids getting a chance. Hopefully, well, yeah. what has really and, surprised me, and I I talked to them.
1: You know, I mentioned it in our interview with Coach Warren, but I don't want to give away too much of the Coach Warren interview because I want you guys to hear it for yourself. But, uh, you know, a lot of you guys have seen this. Uh, there's a lot of doctors and some child psychologists yeah, and yeah. things that are coming out and saying that it's going to do, you know, I don't know if it's irreparable, but, I don't, but it's going to do some Not serious good. mental damage. Yeah, either way, it ain't good. It's going to do some serial, serious mental damage to these kids if yeah. they don't get to play ball. Well, the thing about morale,
2: you're getting ready to start school. Okay, yeah. next week, start school. The and then all of a sudden, you pull the rug out of football. Man, yeah. you got 60 kids over there, 60 boys at least, and I'll tell you what, other athletes too that yeah. will probably not get to play other sports right. that are going to just be like... Yeah, so I mean, football is not
1: the only sport that this affects. Um, you know, at... I understand football is the most popular, so it's going to get the most ink, and it's going to get talked about. We're a popular football podcast, so we're going to talk about it a lot. But, you know, for you cross-country kids, you volleyball kids, yeah. your junior high girls basketball kids that all play fall sports, it, it, it's, a, it, it's going to affect everybody, cheerleaders, dance team, even the band as far as I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to affect everybody. But the good thing about that is, is that it's kind of united everybody too. Yeah, it has. So uh, it's united them in one. And I, with that being said, I definitely want to advise you, uh, if you are wanting our kids to play this fall, no matter what the sport, you know everything from football to underwater basketball, even that plays in, in the fall, go to Facebook and look up the site Let Them Play Kentucky and join it.
2: It's a Facebook page. Uh, it's a Facebook yeah.
1: page. And uh, it's all parents and, and players and people who are uh, uh, concerned about, you know, and, and, and are rallying and lobbying to try to make sure that we play this fight. And they are
2: going to, just add to what he said, let them play on Facebook. The members are going to um, basically protest uh, peacefully at the state capitol yeah, tomorrow. Uh, just to show the support for these
0: kids and coaches, and so, uh, all the people that worked so hard to make this happen. To, to throw this in there, now we've got to speak about the even bigger elephant in the room. Um, Andy, uh, for those of you that don't know why that this group was made, Andy Bashir came out last week and said that he was against the KHSAA's ruling. He said he was shocked by, the ruling. Was shocked by the ruling and said he would let his decision. Uh, be known Monday of what he thinks should be done, and there's already been reports that he's declined it. He said he doesn't want it to happen. It's not 100% rejected. Yeah, yeah. which, to to give you all some information, even if he does send this recommendation, we probably still can play, but it would probably be a little bit harder. I, I mean, Doug, maybe you all can elaborate on that a little bit. Um, the state of Pennsylvania, their governor
1: um, up there told them not to play. Recommended. recommended. Recommended, sorry. Recommended that they not play, but they played anyway. So, I don't know from state to state if, if it's a, you know, if Kentucky's got a leg, you know, if the parents and players if Kentucky's got a leg to stand on like Pennsylvania had or not. I don't know that. I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Uh, you know, I did stay at a Holiday and Express last night. but um. <laughs> No, seriously, it's a, a it's a complex issue, man, big time. It, is, but, it and, is, and you know, I don't want to talk about politics. No, I am man. so sick of talking about yeah. COVID nineteen. I just yeah. I, I don't ever want to talk about it again after it's over. I really yeah. don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing down its seriousness. I know it's serious. But I think a lot of people's just got fatigue on this stuff, man. Talking about it every single day, everywhere you
2: well, turn. Well, you, you know, Heath, that's a good point. It, and it's not just fatigue. It's like you'll hear about it, but no real information. Yeah. It's yeah. Like COVID uh, COVID nineteen fear. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Here's what you need to know. Yeah. Know? And it it's just I get that. I get why someone will feel
1: that way. Yeah. I mean, if you go to the store and get a gallon of milk, your grandmother's going to die in front of you. You know, it's just people don't know what the heck they're talking about. Yeah. You know, nobody knows what the heck they're, I don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but, you know, people that like to pretend like
0: what they know. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is, is that I understand that you want to do what's right for your state as a governor. But at the same time, you don't know what kind of damage you are doing to these children if you don't let them play. And you're also opinion.
1: seriously going against your constituency, which I have been screaming all weekend, what I don't think Andy Beshear has even took into account, or maybe he has and he just don't care, every kid right now who's a sophomore, well, every kid in high school right now that's played high school sports from a freshman to a senior will all be of voting age when he runs for re-election again. Very bet soon. You better bet your bottom
0: dollar 2023 20, We ain't going to forget this if he pulls the rug out from underneath them right before the season. Starts. Exactly. And, you know, Doug, I mean, we just sit here and talked about it off camera. Could you imagine not playing your senior year? I, I really couldn't.
2: Um, and, you know, I was one of those, I had kind of a unique situation where I, I thought I was going to go to the next level and play in college. So, and I knew that my senior year, I had to have a good senior year. Yeah. Um, I was getting a little bit of attention, but, you know, and back then we didn't have Facebook, Twitter, all this stuff. But um, at the same time, I had to have a good senior year. So if I'm one of those guys, and that's what I was telling somebody today, you know, these guys on the verge, I feel really bad for them. I feel bad for all these athletes, but, um, you know, I, I, I would have certainly looked to find a place to play. Um, yeah. If, I mean, just personally. Yeah. And, uh, but – you know I also it, it, it's, it's it's just frustrating that it's taken this long the timetable is what bothers me yeah um, I, you're talking about kids they're getting ready to start school this week. We could have had we could have had this discussion three weeks ago. That's exactly
0: yeah what I was okay. getting ready to bring yeah, up. And yeah.
2: I, now, now in their defense, this is a fluid situation. things change but not a lot. but they could have had a policy here's what we're gonna do, here's what we're gonna try and do. you know I just want to see them start. And then, you know what? If it gets bad, listen, I'm an analytical guy. Back off. Let's stop. Okay? Yeah. But let's start.
0: Okay. So, like, the thing I was getting ready to say, thank you for bringing that up, Doug, is two or three weeks ago, KSA had a meeting, and they had the same, uh, you know, ruling. Yeah. You know, we're going to play. Yeah. For three weeks, I mean, I understand that as a governor, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, nice here. Yeah. As a governor, you've got a lot of stuff going on. I, now. I completely understand yeah. that. But this is important. Yeah. Yeah, this is. is extremely important for these kids. And you're not going to mention that back then, you know, and now you are now you get this ruling and all these kids are pumped up, we're going to play, we're going to play. And then all of a sudden it's going to be, oh, well, now I've got to look into this and I'll let you know my ruling on Monday right when they're getting ready to start.
1: Yeah, because Bashir even came out publicly back in the middle of the summer and said he was all for playing, playing false sports.
0: Yeah, but so, things change you know, so. said
1: it yeah. I get that things tough. change, but to a kid who don't understand that, well, wait a minute. You told us in in June or July that we were going to play. Why are you not going to play? this us play now.
2: To a kid's point of view, sure. that dude just likes yeah. especially after you've been conditioning for like ten weeks. Yeah, yeah. Which nobody would like. You know, they're. they're I think they love it just for the outlet yeah. to go do something. Yeah. yeah. But at this long, it 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 weighs, it weighs on you.
0: Can you? I mean, can you imagine being a senior right now and then all of a sudden Bashir comes out and mm-hmm. says, oh, you can't play? And that's just – he's sweeping the rug right out from underneath these kids. And, and it's – You know, and we can't
2: – here's the thing. We have a very narrow – I noticed, you know, I, I, we, we're looking at this thing from 3,000 feet. Yeah. He's got to look at it from 80,000 feet, okay? Yeah. And he's got a lot on his plate. I get that. And I'll never criticize really our governor, but –
1: I don't, I, I don't agree with the man politically, but I
2: do respect his yeah, office, I, and yeah. I, I respect his position. I just because think, and, like um, it or not, yeah. he's our governor. Yeah, right? yeah. And so let's, you know, and I'm not getting, I'm not going to criticize so much now. Let's just see how it plays out, you know. Yeah. And because overwhelmingly in the uh, border controls, uh, they, you know, they overwhelmingly wanted to play football, and you know, I got to respect those guys, and, and ladies, because um, a lot of them, and if you watched it, they talked about it. They, they. Re- a lot of emails got sent to him, okay. Just, and and he th- he said, I thought it would be parents and like boilerplate stuff, but it was from kids and it was testimonies and it, it was heartfelt and yeah. it was and he re- a lot of them. Reached back out, and called them, and so I, I think they're on the right page. And I tr- There's a lot of good leaders on that board. Yeah. And so I, I trust them, and I know they'll fight for the kids. I do. Hundred percent. And you know,
1: I never worried about the CHSEA. I never did. Yeah. But mine was from a much more pragmatic standpoint than a lot of people's. Okay, and mine was monetary. Because let's let's face it, what makes the world go round?
2: Football pays for a lot. The uh sports.
1: you know, the KHSAA's two big money makers are the Sweet Sixteen and high school football every year. Okay, uh, you know, and that's no no swipe to any other sport, but it's just it's the facts of life. Right. And I'm sure that's, you know, probably true for every other state in the union. But uh, you know, they already had to call off the Sweet Sixteen.
2: Yeah.
1: So if they call off high school football, man, they're gonna go broke. Now I'm not saying that they're putting money over our kids. Yeah. But I am saying that had to be had to have well, been a factor.
2: I and mean, you got to worry about local communities. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, football, like it or not, pays a lot for cross country teams and yeah. track teams and the other stuff that doesn't draw a lot of fans. You know, yeah. but, but it draws participation. These kids love it. Well, it pays for a lot of things yeah. educationally yeah. within yeah. the school. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we really need to reach out and uh, try and you know send emails, do
0: whatever you can to go get to this Frankfurt in the morning. And I got to say this to the fans, because we're you're going to be able to have fans, as far as I understand. Yeah. Do your part, do what they tell you to do, so we can have this man for these kids and to the kids who are current players who are listening to this. Do your part too. Yeah. You know, don't
1: be hanging out in a, in a big crowd of 30 people. I know you want to, and that sucks because, you know, that was that was one of the funnest things about being a teenager, is hanging out with all your friends. Yeah. But right now, there are sacrifices that have to be made. And I know you. I, I know I'm know i asking a lot because I've, you guys have already made so many. But if you want football, that's probably what's going what it's going to take. And look,
2: let's face it. This virus is transmitted through droplets. Yeah. You know? Wear a mask. I know there's a lot of misinformation out there. I'll talk to a doctor, okay? And and listen, wear a mask. When you go in a store, just wear it. You know, when you go to a a football game and it's required anyway, just wear it. It's not – nobody's trying to take away rights from you. It's just a mask.
0: You know, it's just a mask. And and another thing, too, these kids have worked hard and everything. I get that. But I got to tell you this. The world – the world is a hard, is a, going to be a hard place, the older you get and everything. And yeah, at this moment right now, like you said, this is this is sacrifice time. You've got to make the sacrifices to be able to play. And I
1: know, I know it's unfair to ask you to do that, but it's an unfair situation we're in, in an unfair world that
0: we live in. But we're trying here to voice, you know, have our voices heard to be in your guys' corner. So if we're doing our part, We're asking you guys to do your part, you know. And I know this is unfair, and I know this is, you know, taking away a lot of what you wanted your high school, uh, senior year, whatever year you're in, you know, season. But just do it the right way. And if we do this, then you guys can still have a memorable season. You guys will be the ones that everybody will remember that made the best out of this COVID-19 situation and in the history books, that you guys survived this and you guys did it the right way. And maybe, I mean, God, please don't ever let this happen, ever in the world. But if a situation ever comes up like this again, guess what? We'll be prepared prepared. for it and we will know what to do. That's a silver lining. Yeah, so do your part, and I guarantee you this will still be one of the most memorable years of your life. absolutely. Also, we didn't mention it on shout-outs, but really,
2: Reed Atkins deserves one. Uh, for standing up for us and, and voting to play some football so i appreciate that hey
1: um uh, yeah I, I, that's true man. but uh, anyway uh my next one is going to be a little bit hard okay this is going to be uh doug and jr says i'm the uh, the enforcer of the hell podcast i i'm the one that's kind of, kind of comes in with the hot takes and the hard hits to all you people out there, all you mothers, I haven't seen a lot of dads doing it, but all you mothers complaining about kids not going back to school but they're going to play football, Do you? I want you to ask yourselves one question. These kids playing football is not going to make your kids go back to school any slower or any faster. It's not going to make any difference. And I'm all for education. I think everybody's all for education. I, I think you'd be stupid not to. But I I would just like to ask you that I've I've seen a lot of people complaining on on, on Facebook. And And really,
2: I I worry more about school than outside. And I'm not trying to be
1: disrespectful here. I just want you to ask
2: yourself some questions. Does
1: it bother you when they play a high school basketball game on a day they miss school because of snow? Because it happens every year. Okay, does it bother you that they still play high school baseball, and high school softball after school has let out for the summer. If both of those answers are no, then, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't want to be a jerk about it. I get out I, of I, school I to, to go to the think. state tournament all the time. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it, it, so that, that's my thing. I, I, I think it's just a lot of people who are frustrated trying to find something to complain about, and they're trying to kind of attach their message to what we're trying to send out, which is let them play. And I, I just don't, I don't understand the correlation between the two that they're trying to make. I, I don't claim to be a smart guy, I don't claim to be a knowledgeable guy, but I just don't understand the correlation. If your kid does not play sports, it's not going to have make any difference whether we play football
0: or not before school bus goes back in. I just don't, I, I don't see it. And, uh, and well, I mean, okay, so the mothers are probably worried about well, the virus. Parent, I don't yeah. want to just isolate mother, It's
2: just parents, parents, parents it's, it, it's, You know, it's
0: it's been overwhelmingly female what I've read
2: but I mean, I'm
1: not saying it's not all female I'm, I'm not generalizing I know there's a lot of want, there's a lot of ladies out there who want their kids to play I, I get that and I, I don't want we just to talk to one yeah amen <laughs> you know, hey brother I don't want it I don't want to that to be misconstrued as, as sexist or
0: yeah no, yeah. no, yeah. no we're not, not about, about that, bashing the mommies on there on here either I and you know what for me I completely understand that as a mother or you know that mothers worry and stuff yeah, like sure. that about their babies. And all I've got to say is, is that we here—I don't know about everywhere else—but we here at Pikeville, like you're going to hear on this uh, interview we got with Christy Orham, we're taking every precaution that we possibly can before. I think we're most schools are. Yeah. Yes, and most schools are—they're taking every precaution.
1: And look, we were going to go back, and then the governor said not to. Yeah. You know, we were going to go back to school. We should already be in school, what, a week, two weeks, by now?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think these are two. And, and I get it why it's people. It's Well, it's two different things. Yeah, it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. But school going people, back has nothing to do with football.
1: Most the people that I saw complaining about this that I knew, their kids didn't even play sports. You know, it's like me. Running into a band meeting saying
2: it's well, not fair you know, that you got to, you know, you guys get to do this
1: in the football team, and, and right.
2: I'm trying to uh, really be, empathize, and you know, but there's a lot of other programs we have, a course and band and stuff. Yeah. And, and when it matters to your kid, I can understand why that you know why are we just talking about football? But it's really not the 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 quit, well, The reason people say football is because it dominates the headlines. But It's really just the whole fall.
0: Yeah, everything.
2: Whether it's sports or uh, activity or whatever, esports. I mean, it's everything.
0: Yeah,
1: I just, I, I I guess at the end of the day, I think a lot of people just have a lot of misplaced anger about the situation. I I think think morale is low. Football's the one that's getting the headlines, so naturally that's the one that's that's the big bird, you know, on the radar, and that's the one they're going to shoot at.
0: And here's what mommies and and uh, parents in general are missing about this whole thing. Is that okay? So you don't want your kids to play because of coronavirus, and you don't want them to go to school because of coronavirus and That's all that fine. stuff. That's fine. I understand that, but yeah, you you're I trying not to be keep judgmental your, yeah. on anybody who didn't want their kids. No, my
1: kids are going to do go online. Yeah, you
0: know, your your kids uh, are trying to do are trying to you're trying to make your kids quarantine and all that stuff. Yeah, you're thinking about their physical health. You don't want them to get hurt. What about their mental health? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Those kids are cooped yeah. up in there in the house. They can't go see their friends it's and tough. everything else. It's They're tough.
1: going to go crazy. Arthur, we talked about it a lot. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Could you imagine Arthur? No I, you
2: know, I, 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 know that I know in my heart of hearts that football saved a lot of lives. Yeah, we lost a few. Okay. Yeah. But I know that football and really sports saved. I know that that's a strong word, saved. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, I mean. no, not everybody knew these uh, individuals and were intimate in their lives. It saved people's lives. The
1: only people who would think that was too strong are people who never played sports or never had kids to play. And I'm, it's fair. Just, I just don't. Uh, I, but I that's I, just kind yeah. of a skewed point of view by, on their part. But, and, and I don't want, here's my thing. And I don't want
2: people to think this. Um, I'm not one of these guys that we need to play football. You know what? No, I'm not. That. I'm a very analytical guy. Yeah. If if we start and uh, we start getting a cluster of positives, or a couple kids get positive, you know what? Back off. I, nobody will have to say anything because Mack will shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we have responsible people that know how to handle this, and we have policies in place. I just like to see them start, and I have senior night, first game. That's just just in case. Yeah. Just in case, senior night, first game. All four of that. that and, um, game. but let's start.
0: You know, let's start.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, the thing about it is, is that these kids, some of these kids, it's, the football's all they got.
2: And, and the, yeah, you're right. And there's another good point to this, is if we had gone back to school when yeah. we were supposed to, we might not be even talking about sports right now. Yeah. There could have been a – Uptick? Who knows? Yeah. So yes. keep. We all just have to. Everything changes day to day, week to week. So, yeah. You know. But I agree with you, Jr. It, it's a. There's a lot more to football than just football.
1: Yeah. So and I'm under the. You know. Because the NBA and the bubble has has worked out so well. Um. And things of that nature. NFL training camps are you know working out pretty well. So. My thing is is that. Let's kind of, I, I'm kind of choosing my words carefully here. I'm sorry about the data. But uh, let these kids do their online learning, the ones that are athletes, or the ones that just don't want to go to school, okay? The ones whose parents don't feel comfortable letting them go to school. I totally understand that. Um, but it kind of gives these kids a little bit better of an opportunity you know, who are athletes of not contracting the virus, you know, and then they come to practice after they've been to school all day. It's just the same as going to school except you're sitting at the house. That's right. So I, I, that, that's my opinion. Yeah. My opinion and $2 will get you a well, bottle of Pepsi most likely. Well, well,
2: but Popple, and I, don't, I don't know. I haven't even asked you about this, but I felt really comfortable with the options that our superintendent laid yeah. out and our board. I, I thought they did an excellent job. I think that's all you can ask for as a parent. And hey, I, and I, I give Tremble this much, man. He has kicked some wholesale butts since yeah. he's been here. Yeah. I couldn't yeah.
1: even. I couldn't even imagine,
2: man. The That's... guy walked in certainly to a tough situation. Yeah. but you know, he's a very positive guy. It seems. Not to mention all
1: the non covid stuff. He's yeah. yeah.
2: So, so you know, yeah. I just think it's very important for our school, our communities, to stay positive right now because you know these kids watch. Yeah. And you know, if you're melting yeah. down, they listen. They watch. Yeah. You know. And, it, 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 you know,
1: positivity is a is infectious, negativity is a virus. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so let's it, not it, add another yeah. one. Yeah, let's please. See. We already got one to deal with.
0: I mean, it's just like I've said it on here before. Or like but with that out. being
1: said, with, uh, sorry, Joe, with that being said, if you don't feel comfortable, if your kid is immunocompromised, yeah. if you're immunocompromised, if they live with elderly, because I know with part of the o- o- yeah. opioid ep- epidemic, yeah. You know, compounding problems. Um, part of the opioid epidemic, a lot of kids live with their grandparents. Absolutely. Or and uncles or aunts. Uncles or aunts that are, that are elderly truly. or older and, and things of that nature. If you don't feel comfortable playing, I don't care if it's Isaac McNamee. Yeah.
2: Don't play. And yeah. absolutely, people should not. And, and nobody should yeah, respect that. I'm not going to judge you. you respect for that. that.
1: I'm not going to judge you. And I'll tell you this much right now on this podcast, I'll give you my solemn word I'd have words with anybody who did judge you.
2: Yeah. That's a yeah. I agree.
1: They'd have to go through me to get to you. I put any other
0: time, I would tell a kid you're making a huge mistake by not playing. Yeah. But if that in that situation, no. yeah. you're good, man. And but my thing is, is that Doug, I've told you before. I've told you, on my, I mean, you could literally go into a grocery store and get this virus. You could. I mean, it's it's that. I understand is that Well, I understand yeah. you can contract it many ways. Indoors especially. Yeah. If you're not taking the proper precautions, we know about it enough now. We know what we can do to, to cut our risk down of having yeah. it. And people have to get back to their lives. Yeah. They have to, yeah. or they'll go crazy. So let these kids have a normal life. And the numbers don't lie. You
1: know, They came out with that... Uh, uh, thing on Facebook here the other day, the chart, and it said, and they, I mean, they can trace this stuff now. Yeah, yeah. COVID-related, COVID-positive uh, cases that have been related to football workouts yeah. are zero. Yeah. Okay? So these kids are not in any more danger.
2: Than they are in real they life. Are, in going you out. know,
1: walking into Food City or walking into, you know, McDonald's or whatever.
2: And when you're outdoors, you're certainly safer than indoors. Yeah, yeah. Know, in a confined area. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not a doctor, but yeah. you know, I do. I'm blessed uh, with but the this job is, that I get to talk to a yeah, lot. Yeah, this is what we know, and that's what they say. So, yeah. you know, and I know a lot yeah. of them would care for me. Say, you just so, got
0: to you know. go what, go on what you know. All right, so guys, um, we've talked about this. We give our opinions, and everybody's you know everybody's got an opinion and everything. Sure. and we've we're going to let it, but look, let it. Happen, you can listen to this and give us your opinion if you want to, whatever.
1: Well, let's give our opinions,
0: yeah. And we're just gonna give you our opinion what right now. Well, what do we think? What do we call it? Play, let's play and see how it goes. Like Doug yeah. said, I'll
2: I just start, start, just start. If it's bad, yeah, on day two, yeah. If it's ba- if, if we start popping pop, okay, back off,
1: let's okay, quit.
0: back off, yeah, that's fine. I just want to give it a chance, yeah. that's all I want to do. Nobody wants, wants
1: to put these kids in harm, no, morning. but no, I also of us. don't want to put these kids. In more harm's way. Honestly. Yeah. Let's just give it a chance. But let's... What do I think Andy's going to do? I think eventually Andy's going to cave, probably by tomorrow, and he's going to leave it up to each
2: individual school district. Well, it bothers me that Louisville and Jefferson County are a hard stop, but they did they do have a different landscape than we do. Well, and I understand that. But there that's a lot when you start and we're not gonna bring politics into this. Right. But that's a huge chunk of our population that live in Louisville.
1: Yeah. And you know and what that's a lot of schools. if they don't wanna play they don't have to play. But if they're gonna try to dictate policy to Pikeville or to Paducah, or to Breathitt County, or to Belfry, or to Prestonsburg, or wherever, there's a big old river right next to their city that they can everyone go jump in, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Well, or you'll
2: have kids
0: cross it to go play. There you go. There you go. Because Indiana already started playing. All right. Dad it. Enough about COVID for just Thank a you. hot minute. Just a hot minute. We got to talk about something else. Um, we added a game our schedule that I think everybody should know. Yeah. Uh, Who was it? Campbell County. 6A Campbell County. 6A Campbell County County up in northern Kentucky. Now, their record last year they were 1 and 11. Now, it's still a 6A school. Yeah. But... You might need to explain why this is important to someone that doesn't understand the playoff setup. The reason why we did this is because Kentucky Country Day last year got smart and manipulated the system. Kentucky Country Day went and scheduled a bunch of 4 and 5 and 6-8 schools that worked very good, and they beat them all, and they were undefeated at the end of the year, and they got the number one overall seed in the RPI rankings over Pikeville, who played a lot of good th- 2 and 3. Another
1: reason why I hate this RPI. Man.
0: Yeah. A, good, a lot of good one, two, and three A teams that didn't get a lot of points, so they got the number one overall seed. So Coach Mike and company probably saw that and said, "Let's schedule one ourselves and see what that does for us." So what's what is your opinion on this move, by Coach Mike?
1: Um, I mean, it's it's a move that had to be made, but at the same time, it's another reason why I hate the RPI. Okay, I would ten to one rather play a wrestling or a paintball. Or an LCA or somebody of that ilk, that is a a smaller school, but is a better school than than, than you know some other five and six A schools that that can't be competitive. Yeah, and I think that just hurts us overall. It hurts our football overall, not just Pipers, but the whole state across the board. Because that's what you're going to have to do, and you're going to see a lot of bigger schools, not one of. Yeah. Schedule smaller schedule. There ain't yeah. a lot of three and four A schools. That you one know, piece of Bible. The cool thing yeah. about our schedule the last two years is that we went out of state. You know, here locally and and now we can't do that because yeah. the, the RPI system won't recognize.
0: Yeah, and not well. COVID too. I mean, and yeah. has anybody heard how we're going to redistrict a
2: little in ours? Are we going to add a team somewhere or? I haven't heard I haven't anything
1: heard yet, anything about it. but... Um, I, I
2: did talk to Jeremy
1: Bell, who played at Sheva Valley. He's been a friend of mine for years. Uh, he's the defensive coordinator at Jenkins now. They're
0: going to play JV this year. They'll be back to varsity ball next year. Okay. Okay, so... The thing about it is, I think it's a it's a strategic move by Mike, but he also ha- he yeah, was so coming, yeah, had... Yeah, late, he was yeah. you
1: know, if I had to sit down and talk to the guy, I'd say it's one he probably didn't like.
0: Me. Now... Now I think we're out of options right really. Now, yeah, I, I know that. Last year, I will point this out. They took, they gave Newport Central Catholic uh, a little bit more than just you know a whooping. Okay, Newport. What I meant to say was Newport didn't just kill them. They only beat them by two touchdowns. So if we go in, that's a three-hour drive up there. If we come in ready, uh, not ready, to that's play, a tough game. You know, that's going to be a tough a game. School. It's a 6A school.
2: Dude. That's bigger than Johnson Central. Yeah. Think mm-hmm. about that.
1: Much I got, promise
2: they can find 11 players at the school. It's a
1: 6A school. They've got more kids in one grade than what we've yeah. got in our whole yeah. school. And so. we have a young team.
0: Maybe so. they don't have a lot of kids out for football. Maybe. We don't know. But at the same time, you're going all the way up there, you've got to be prepared for that game. Right? Yeah. And that's it's key. key. And I mean, that key. game could
2: really help you in the playoffs. Yeah, play.
0: I mean, that's a game that buy as many
2: points as you possibly well,
0: can. Yeah, I mean, a
1: lot of it was Mike had to do something. For yeah, to get because he's going to have to boost his RPI because right now, you know, the only two teams that we're going to be playing that would even boost our RPI if we beat them, and that's a big if. Yeah, if both Belfry and Hazard. And, and and
0: we need games. Yeah, and not races. just
2: big schools. We just need games at yeah. this
0: point. Yeah, Clintwood or Clintwood Ridgeview canceled on us because Virginia's not playing yeah. uh, sports until spring, maybe. maybe. And that's
2: tough because I saw their COVID-related infections.
0: Yeah, active
2: cases like four. I mean, it's tough. It's now. Now, being that being said, Virginia has some really tough issues. Yeah, and, like suburban day yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah, population density is
0: very yeah. high. So yeah. So I mean, I understand that, but you know. We had to find games, and Mac took this as an opportunity to like turn the tables. Okay, if you want to schedule some six-eight teams, we'll try to do it ourselves, and he did. And I'm I'm happy about I like it. That oh, man, I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not criticizing Mike at all. No. I know he, he had to do it. Oh, I know. I I didn't say you was criticizing him. I'm just saying that like this is a good move for us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we get to develop a relationship with another school. I'd love for them to come down here next year. And, yeah. I yeah, mean, that could be a
1: problem. You usually yeah. don't get a lot of them northern Kentucky skills coming down to play. No, You don't.
2: And uh, that game, I'm sure, is a question mark where they are in northern Kentucky, and it's not going so well up there. But yeah. uh, still, it's, a, you know, it's something to look forward to, possibly.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, to let you guys know, if you haven't listened to previous podcasts, how our season's going to go, we start up the year at Raceland. Ugh. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. uh then right after Raceland We got Belfry on a short week. We got Belfry on a short week. <sighs> but it's at
1: home. That's that's the only good news about it. Yeah, I, I just I'm just glad to see him playing or possibly
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just get the opportunity to play. And then uh, uh right after that we've got Lawrence uh, County over here. Yeah. That I don't know how they're gonna be, but you know, according to Hazard will be here. They got some yeah, players. They've got some players, the quarterback's back and he's tough. We had a tough time stopping him last year with that team. Uh, you know, and then I think we got Hazard right after that. Am I correct? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we got Hazard right after that. We are at
1: Phelps for district and I've No, right after
0: that, right after uh, Hazard, we've got Campbell County. Yeah. Then go we've Campbell got – then we've got Phelps. And uh, I think that's the end of our season. And,
2: think, you know, we've got enough bye weeks and off weeks to where our, our player safety should be great. Yeah. yeah, we're we're taking minimal risk to play football. Yeah. So that and here's something
1: I never thought about, though, with uh, a possible situation. I don't even really want to speak it into existence. But during that KHSAA meeting, I was listening, and somebody said, Well, what happens if it's in the playoffs and you have an outbreak? And, you know, Julian Takis basically, you know, it's the only thing you can yeah. do, just say, Well, tough nuggets. Yeah. Okay, what if we're in state week, we just won the semifinals against whoever, and we got
0: ten kids come down with it, yeah. A few I mean? people are yeah. going to have to grow up real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also these rules, dude. I'm confused about the rules. The quarters? How does a that even
2: work? Thing, with, well, uh, and, and, well, they're minimizing exposure. Yeah. And I get that. Listen, yeah. we're all here. I think every person here will say, what's it's our number one goal is to protect kids. Yeah. Okay. It's mostly
1: for, like, freshmen and sophomores to play JV. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and it's and not
2: crazy. It's yeah. just they're minimizing exposure to playing time. And, and, listen, when this started, and we knew this, freshmen and JV aren't going to play. That, that probably won't happen. I'd say you no. know, not. this year. It, last no. year. You and, to, and you have to understand that. We're just looking, you know, I just hope for the seniors and these upperclassmen, they get a little Junior you
0: know, high going to get to play? Or
2: they From what out I out understand, yeah. they might. We don't
0: know. Matt's you know? still practicing. So... Uh, so. You know, that's a big question. And, you know, all of these questions we are going to have, are going to get answered as we go with yeah. this new system and everything. But, guys, I mean, I just can't preach enough that I'm just thankful that we're getting to play. That it's even a possibility. Yeah, yeah that it's even a possibility. So
2: many states just had it shut down. No conversation, yeah. no anything. Um, and I, I'm really proud of our representatives uh, yeah. in the KHSAA. I'll tell you what up.
1: was – what was the encouraging sign to make when the SEC voted to play? Yeah,
2: that helped a when lot. College
1: football voted to play. All just the optics, the, it, the optics of it. The optics of it helped. A and great when day. the NFL voted to play, you know, when when you've got your higher levels of football that's playing, then you know it it, it, it makes it a little bit easier for that decision.
2: To be and made. you know, and they're they're practicing successfully. Yeah, they're, you're not seeing. You know, you <laughs> might see one test Pop positive too, but you're talking about college kids. Yeah. They're going to go out and do stuff, and they're going to be around crowds. And, and, you know, I do think college coaches could enforce stuff a lot harder, and I think most of them will. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just – it's tough. I think we're safer in high school. Yeah. Really.
0: You know, and I'll tell you this much, and this is my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. If they come out and tell us that we can't have a state championship game, but these kids have already played, you know, five, six, seven games. I'm fine. I'm cool with I'm it. I'm fine. I want a state championship. Yeah. I mean, I – Desperately well, want to stay. Changed. That's I
1: what we've that's been saying. It doesn't matter though. No, it, I mean it's not going to be necessarily a bad thing. It's just going to be interesting because then you're going to see newspaper outlets starting to try to crown. The state no, I don't think so. I think everybody that's has to understand.
2: I think everybody just has to understand that we're in a fluid situation. Yeah. And, and you know what? We might get to play five games. We might get to play one. Yeah. We might not get to play any. You just don't know. Yeah. yeah. And we just got to be positive and. Support what's going on and get the real information out there. It's one thing I like about our podcast is if we can find facts, let's get those out there. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to guess.
0: I don't want to post hypotheticals. Let's get facts out there to yeah.
2: people. And that that's the cool thing.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we're trying to get as many facts as we can out there to people and, and try to, you know...
1: We're informative.
0: Yeah. We're trying to keep up on it and everything. And I'm proud of our group and everything. I just... I am just saying that I feel like Tom broke off <laughs> yeah a
1: man was killed in Africa today uh, a suicide bomber
0: <laughs> but let's get to dug for weather <laughs>
2: the show has turned
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we're gonna end the podcast on that guys we tried to inform you about as much as we can.
1: Please stay tuned to Coach Orham's interview. You will not want to miss it. Yes, great interview. Yeah, we, uh, we thank her again for for yeah. uh, maybe one of our best guests. Yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah, we're going to have uh, an exciting episode next week. I'm going to go ahead and announce it. I think next week we should just go ahead and do the top five running backs.
1: Yeah, yeah. You guys are going to be so mad and ready to kill all of us by the time this week's by the time next week's episode's over. We
0: haven't had a top five with Doug here. Yeah, we so, we, we have not done it. No, we This haven't. is going right. to be interesting because Doug is a very uh, opinionated guy. He's it very might
1: end with, with Doug and me fighting at the end of it. I don't know. He, he has ended.
2: already tried to
0: fight me three times over this subject. Yes. I'm not
2: backing down.
0: You're wrong, Powers. So, we're going to do that next week, and then we're going to hopefully we get a – well, next two episodes, we're going to have top five running backs, and then after that, we'll figure out something. Yeah. And then we go to the season. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. So, we're going to do it. Oh, man, you guys are going to love it during the season. We got some stuff planned out. Yeah, we definitely got out. some stuff planned out. Yeah. So And like the better access we've ever had.
2: Yeah. yeah. Just awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that this this podcast could be great for in the season.
0: Yeah. Especially. And uh, towards the end of the year, because I don't want to announce it now, I'm going to keep you all in suspense. Uh, me and the Hell Podcast group here have an announcement to make towards the end of the year, and you guys will love it. JR's pregnant. Uh, it's oh, a girl. Boy. Uh, well, uh. Ooh, I felt him kick. I think he's going to be a kicker. <laughs> but uh, we got some exciting stuff coming up. We've got some new ideas that we think you guys are going to love. And we're going to ask you guys about that. What would you guys like to say? And, yeah. and kind of leave it up to you guys a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we're uh, we're happy at the direction of the Hell podcast and everything. Yeah, we're having fun. You know, Doug and I don't hate each other much. <laughs>
2: hey, do we have an email we can
1: shout out to if anybody has questions or ideas? Uh, you can go to my email. I've given it out on here before, but you can go, go to my email, pikevillepanther68 at yahoo.com. Surprise, surprise. And uh, uh, yell at
0: me or tell me how good of a job I'm doing, and, uh, you know, I will try and respond to you appropriately. You can do that on Facebook Messenger. You can do it at all, on Facebook on the comments. You can do it on Instagram. You can do whatever. If you got a suggestion of how we can get better, we'll take it into consideration. Yeah. We may not use it, but we'll yeah, take it into consideration. You would, you be a guest, yeah. All right, we will take yes. it into consideration, and then we'll do whatever the heck we
1: want. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but uh, yeah, you can get a hold of me on Twitter on
0: uh, at, at Hell Podcast. Uh, JR, you got your Instagram thing going on. Yeah, uh, old Junior thirty four forty three on um, Instagram, and Jr Robinson on Facebook. Douglas Powers, he his him and his wife Allison, Doug Powers on Facebook. Yeah, it's like Allison Doug Powers. Yes, yeah. And then what's your Twitter handle? Uh,
2: Twitter's just Doug Powers.
0: Uh,
2: I'll get the address
1: for that. Yeah,
0: yeah, let the, yeah. Definitely talk to Doug too.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, Yell at Doug some more. Don't yell at me very much. Yeah. Well, he
2: handles the complaint department of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I He's our head serious. of HR. I take him into
2: too. consideration. I really do.
0: All right, guys. So, you know what? We're going to go ahead and end this podcast where you've got an interview right after this. So, stay tuned. Do not leave. And you guys it's are going to love it. Yeah. Miss Christy Orham did an awesome job. Thank you very much for coming on here. And we're going to end it now, guys. Awesome job! Thank you guys for doing this. And at the end of the day, hell, powerful. All right, guys, it is time to introduce our guest. Uh, like I said, it is a different hell podcast today than what you're used to. Today we go. I'm and... scared. Why are you <laughs> scared? Cause why? I don't know. I'm just, I've just never done this before. <laughs> this is new for me. Today, we are going to get a female perspective on football, and we're also going to talk to her about some of her other stuff she's got going on. The athletic director at Pikeville High School, also the girls basketball coach, Miss and Christy Orr. And the lunchroom
1: coordinator. And the lunchroom Is that the official term? Food services.
0: <laughs> Food services coordinator. What is
3: it? Yeah, we can go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Christy Orr. Thank you i being
0: me. on the show. show. How are you doing today? Thank
3: you. I'm excited
0: to be here. That means a lot. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. don't lie on the podcast. <laughs> you don't have to be that man. Now, Coach, I think the first question that I think everybody wants to know is, is, is how is COVID-19 affected you and your girls and everything? How are you all getting through? Well, look, the sports well, problems in general.
3: Yeah. But
1: the well,
0: I
3: think, you know, the biggest thing is, I don't think a lot of people forget that we played in the third last game of this season. You know, we were playing at Rep Arena yep. on um, Wednesday afternoon. And then Thursdays when everything kind of shut down. Yeah. And for us, it was just, uh, you know, you every day everything started changing and drastically. And uh, I'll mm. never forget when we checked in on Wednesday at state tournament. I was like, hey, you know, how's this whole COVID thing going to affect us? And they're like, oh, we're going to be good. Mm. <laughs> Twenty-four hours later, yeah. <laughs> we're on the bus coming back home, knowing Locked that down. the kids are going to go to school on Friday and get yeah. instructions for how
2: to go online that that's something that that's really been interesting to see Um, and I know you guys have to deal with it too but in business and and you know being at the school um, you know how you feel now it might not how you feel four days from now you know and it just changes so fast and we we have to to be be able to
3: adjust because the biggest thing for me is like you said being the food service director I went straight from going 100 miles an hour being the athletic director and the basketball coach to how we're gonna feed kids and that right now is luckily it's kept me busy because it's like my passion. It's I've got to make sure that we are feeding kids every day.
2: Yeah, and that's the one of the most that's something that that's kind of going to be my shout out was food services because she's kind of here. Yeah. But um, I'm telling you, I see the bus every day. I know, I know in my heart there are kids in Pipeville that need that, that meal. Yeah. And uh, I'm willing to do anything at all to make sure that happens so they've done awesome coach Mac. I know you got three or four people that help you out and well yeah. it's
3: uh, actually all of our cafeteria ladies are now back we only had in the summer we had six ladies working in the cafeteria and we were feeding 5,000 meals a week wow and um, and then you had the volunteers and people helping with the buses and everything and then like you said coach Mac, he's kind of taking the transportation lead of everything and then I've taken the food service part of it and Definitely, there are kids that are hungry. Definitely, there are kids that are excited to see the yellow bus. Yeah. It gives them a little bit of familiarity, and they're excited to see us and yeah. see people that they know. And It's not just about food. Yeah. Yeah. That chocolate
2: milk's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. So i heard. Farmer
0: heard.
3: I
2: miss those dagging on chicken rice. Right? y'all
1: still
3: have we chicken rice? Right? It's back on the menu, actually, this week. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, no, so I,
1: I, well, i got a little story about that, but I contacted Coach back at the first part of Summer when I first heard about that program. Mm. And my wife told me, like, get up to Coach Oram and see what's going on. I spell you know, that's probably for kids that probably don't have a lot to eat and stuff like that. So I don't want to take anything away from any kids that want to do that. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a complete jerk, just a partial one. Yeah, and so, you know, I, I didn't want to do it. So I talked to Coach Oram about it. She's like, no, she's like, go ahead. You know, uh, the more you get, the more that helps us, the more people that get it. So, you know. So, uh, thanks for uh, feeding my kids also. Right. And that's,
3: you know, that's a big misconception. People yeah. think that it's not, it's only for kids who need yeah. it. Yeah. It's really not. It's um, outreach. Right. And yeah. we get reimbursed and it keeps my ladies working and it, yeah. um, it just it helps our school because right. we're getting reimbursed so much for every meal that we mm-hmm. feed. This next week, we switch from what we've been on called the summer feeding program. and Next week, we switch to another program with National School Lunch and everything changes. And if we don't, Get a hundred percent participation from the elementary school because the elementary school is now all free, mm-hmm. and the only way that we can honestly survive financially through this is that everybody at the elementary school really needs to yeah. sign up for yeah. for these lunches and let us either deliver them, or they can pick them up at school. Obviously, we can't go outside the district. Well, we'll
2: certainly try and help to get that word out. <laughs> I think we all pick them up Yeah,
1: all four people
0: that listen to this podcast <laughs> you can hear it and hopefully it'll spread from there. You know? I've got a question. That I think needs to be asked. It's a hard question, mm-hmm. but I gotta ask it. Oh, uh, He's always the bummer. Yeah, it. I'm, always I'm, the bummer. I have yeah. to be because no one else wants to be. So <laughs> I mean, I, the burden put put down on me. I guess it's because I'm the youngest of the group. I don't. like yeah, But <laughs> uh, all right. So you you probably as as much as everybody else has heard about. You know, are we going to play? Mm-hmm. Or are we not going to play? Right. What's your opinion on it? and can you go into that? or can you even have
3: i think think without a doubt we go with what khsaa says and what the people that we choose uh, to make those decisions for us and um, we go with them and to me there's no better place for our kids to be than with our coaches i I know what our coaches um, do for our kids i know what athletics i tell my girls all the time the love of a basketball is what has made my entire life. It's how I met my husband, it's how I paid for college, it's how I pay my bills now. Um, and if it wasn't for basketball, there's no way that I would have even attempted to go to college. There's no way I would have graduated from college. There's no way I would be doing what I'm doing now. And um, I think if we we as adults, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with your kid playing sports, then by all means, don't yeah, play.
2: Absolutely. But
3: if you feel comfortable putting your kid out there and you want to see your kid playing and you feel like it's the best decision for your son or daughter then i think that we as adults should be able to make those decisions for our kids and you feel comfortable
2: with the school's preparedness
3: oh 100 percent. yeah we uh we've been really just actually keeping up with tammy at the health department making sure we're following the guidelines and I know the kids get... T- I a
0: good
3: one. I've yeah. actually worked out with the boys' basketball team and the volleyball team and our girls' wow. basketball team because of just different scenarios over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So um, we, um, we're we really big on making sure we're... you know All of our coaches are wearing masks. All of our kids are doing germ every 30 minutes. We're wiping down basketballs. We're sanitizing weight rooms. We're doing everything that we could possibly do uh, to put our kids in a safe environment.
0: Absolutely. That's great. That's awesome. I mean... You know, my yeah. opinion is, oh, go ahead. It was a good segue. Tell us a little bit about yourself
1: for those that's hiding <laughs> under a rock over the last three years and don't know you. Uh, How, where you got started, where you're from. I kind of know some of this stuff, but I don't know a lot of it. So uh, go right ahead. Uh,
3: I'm from Paintsville. Babe, I know. I'm going to hold it against you. Well, we got to go, folks. <laughs> and uh, I grew up, you know, obviously in Paintsville. I grew up with just my dad. My mom died when I was four. Um, I think it shaped me into the person I am. I think it's why I'm comfortable being around guys most of the time is because that's who I was with, with my dad all of my life. And all of my life has been about proving that my dad can raise a daughter who can be athletic-minded but also look and act like a female. Um, so it's always been about proving people wrong who kind of thought my dad couldn't raise me. Um, and it's always been about uh, just trying to make him proud. Yeah. Everything I do is about trying to make him proud. So usually and yeah, yeah. are
1: got a lot common. Our dad died when he was fourteen. Right. I was like thirty. There's fourteen years between us, right? Yeah. Right. But uh, so.
3: And from there, I uh, went to Eastern. Start, um, started Started off thinking I was going to be occupational therapist and ended up in the coaching basketball class and. Before I knew it, I was walking on the basketball team and I found where I was supposed to be. Um, and that was on Eastern's team. And then from there, uh, did a master's at Moorhead. I actually coached at Moorhead for one year. And then was at Scott County for two years as the head coach. We don't know how Scott County hired me at 23 as the <laughs> head coach, but they did. Um, and then I went to Fleming County for 16 years where I was the girls basketball coach and the athletic director. Um, and then now I'm starting my fifth year here. Yeah.
0: That's very, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. I
3: didn't
1: even know about Scott <laughs> County.
0: I had no idea.
3: I
1: knew Fleming County of uh-huh.
0: course. I gotta ask this one, this is one of my big questions. What's the hardest thing as an athletic director that like the hardest like thing you have to do? What's the hardest part of your job?
1: Parents. <laughs> no, that's interesting. That's a good answer. Now, coach, listen. Don't be political.
3: pull back. We want you. There. Um, I think that's what all coaches. I think I'm would. probably one of
1: those parents. I, I
3: just think that that's what um, you know. Everybody, every parent thinks their child is the best, and I tell my girls all the time. You know, as a coach and as an athletic director. You're not just trying to mold one child. You're trying to do what's best for yeah. the entire team, and it's the same thing as in athletics, is you're trying to do what's best for, the, for all of the kids, not just one kid. Right.
4: Um,
3: and I think that uh, you know sometimes I was thinking this actually as I ran today um, that a lot of times kids parents think their kids are basketball players, and actually they just play basketball, right? Just like in football, you know, a lot of times parents Ooh. think their football players and actually they just play football and that's okay if they just play football as long as their parents know understand this is just something that they play for fun they want to be part of it they want to enjoy it and for and you know what that's
1: some good stuff that's really
3: what kids a lot of kids do they just want to be part of something and they get a lot of social thing it is it is is. and i feel like um it takes a, a lot for a parent to realize that that's really all it is for their kid and some kids they're basketball players they're football players they want to give it everything they have and they are you know you know those kids because they're in the weight room all the time they're out on the field all the time they're up in the batting cage um they're on the golf course all the time you know those are the kids that you know are passionate about it but you know you can't always focus on just those kids because the the entire experience is what it's all about
2: and that's yeah. something that that's really important I've seen the last five or six years and you know I coached a little in high school and then elementary and about every grade really um in football and basketball but um you know a long time ago in the past coaches just wouldn't talk to parents it's like nobody talks to me that's we're not doing that you know mm-hmm. but I, I felt like that was a lose-lose situation right. because you have some families kind of like us. That it come that came up through sports that understand yeah. it, mm-hmm. but other people weren't like that, and they they might have great kids that are athletes that really have potential, and they do, but they don't understand. So it's important we have liaisons like coaches, like athletic directors, principals, yeah, that get it and can help educate.
1: You know, and I way. had some great so, teachers growing up, and I remember quite a few of them, but I remember every coach I ever had. Yeah, a, yeah, know. I really do. And that's nothing yeah. against teachers. I'm just saying. I mean, it's just it's mathematics you know which i've never been very good at yeah. it's mathematics that, that you're going to spend one hour a day with a teacher you're going to spend four hours three to four hours a day with a coach so it's just you know you're naturally going to have that deep connection i heard something
0: on uh, facebook the other day um the, so we've been on no, the coaches awesome. that actually mean something to you you call them coach for the rest of your yeah. life yeah, yeah. You always
2: will. Well, it's and not just, just people
1: that I've played for. I mean, you know, I never played for Christy Orr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I call her coach. I mean, everybody that is a coach, I've always been taught my whole life, you know, you call them coach. Um, yeah. You know, they're a leader of people, you know, and that's what you call and them.
3: Coaching is such a reward, you know, the relationships that you have with kids. And yeah. That was one of my hardest things. Like, I remember when I first came here was that people didn't know me as coach and didn't address me as coach. Yeah. and they. A lot of the boys on the basketball team and football team just because jt played with him would call me mrs Orm. Yeah. and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. i'm not mrs Orm. <laughs> make sure y'all know <laughs> i am coach and that was really hard for me and it took me a while to get to where now i've noticed that yeah. when i go places people do call me coach okay
1: sister. so my question to you is now you i heard your bio there mm-hmm. you've been to scott county you've been to fleming county yeah and maybe this might be my uh, pompous, powerful uh, question to you here. Uh-huh. The places you've been, what sets this place apart from the other places you've been?
3: Um, I came here so that JT could be part of our athletic programs. Um, you know, I knew it was just always a place that I knew valued academics and athletics. Um, I had no intentions of ever leaving Fleming County, none. I had the perfect job, I was very happy there. Some
2: great teams, building a really rock solid kind of dynasty type I situation. I could
3: hunt anytime I wanted to, and I loved it there. But when I talked to Jason Brewer about the job, it was thinking about JT getting to play for Coach Mike, and getting to play basketball for Elisha Justice. Yeah. and getting to be on a program where, you know, he made some huge sacrifices coming here. Sure. Uh, because there he would have maybe been a more of a superstar, been really you noticed, know, been on the you know, he'd been on the field mm-hmm. and on the court yeah. all the time. Um, but coming here he was able to be part of Teams that made it to state championships into right. the Sweet 16, and,
2: and that's uh, hard. That's and, hard. That's
3: a yeah. And it was a hard sell at first. When but, you're at
2: his age, too. Yeah, that's that's tough.
3: Yeah, and I'll never forget that we were at the girls' state tournament when all this was going down. That I was about to take the job, and Dave Buchanan, who's at Mercer County now, asked me if he could talk to JT. And uh, I will never forget. He pulled JT to the side, and I I didn't ask. Until later, I said, "JT, what did Coach Buchanan tell you?" And he said, "Coach Buchanan told me that you love me and to trust him, trust you." Yeah. And I thought that was great because that was the most important thing for me right. was that I could bring him here and he could be part of that. And then on the flip side of that was that I felt like I could come here and win regions, yeah, yeah, and in girls basketball. Which and
2: you know that's a that's a testament too because mm-hmm. you know up until you had come, we we weren't producing regional threats every single year you know so 40 years yeah and and in the last last few years we've really you've built a great foundation for the future
4: and you know that's (laughs) yeah yeah.
2: and well that was my next question is i know that you lost some a lot of leadership right this past year Mm -hmm. so how do you see the next year or two of your program going well
3: you know obviously i'm can't go into that conversation without talking about those five seniors Mm -hmm. because they were so special because they were freshmen. I feel like I graduated with them. They were freshmen when I came here and they bought in and they did everything I asked them to do. Um, And then I'm just so, so blessed right now that I look at, I've got six girls that are incoming freshmen right now that I know I'm going to end my career with. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm excited to coach them and watch them and... um, they are, I can't tell you enough about my group that are freshmen and how much they, how much time they've spent. Hey, we're, we're all excited I yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for everybody to see what these girls have done over the coronavirus time because right. I've been able to see that. Well, I've, I've been, been seeing TikToks yeah. so
0: they I've been sharing yeah. and stuff yeah. with them working and everything. Yeah. That's Coach, great. Uh, just from like an X's and O's perspective, I bet you're like a kid in a candy store. I am, yeah. yeah. sure. I'm
3: excited. Yeah. And, I, you know, I... Speaking of the coronavirus, it's, you think about these kids, I don't know if people realize what my girls are going through right now. I've got two senior, I've got three seniors, but two who sat on the bench and watched most of the year last year. You know, Madison Thacker tore her ACL as a sophomore, tore other ACL as a junior, missed both seasons. You know, we cannot have her missing her senior season. Right. It just can't happen. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Maynard makes the ultimate sacrifice for a team that she's played for for all of her life and transfers from Belfry over to here. Sits so out the entire year yeah. until the district championship game. You know she played five games. Yes those were five huge games yeah. for us last year. <laughs> Good five to pick. But, yeah. but she deserves and Madison deserved yeah. to have a and allison you know has worked so hard i can run by allison's house and i'll hear the ball bouncing and it makes me smile those three girls deserve a senior season along with every other kid out there it's not just them but i think we forget i had those two and kristen Wadded sitting on the bench last year Uh, and i'm gonna be honest those three that were sitting on my bench would have started for anybody in this region
0: yeah told you, man, they're going to be special. Yeah. But, you know, like your point about those seniors wanting to play, yeah. I didn't have a very successful senior year, mm-hmm. okay? My team wasn't that good. But right now, I'd go back there, if you told me I could go back and do it all over again, right. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Right. And I-, I couldn't imagine what it would be like if they told me, yeah, you can't play your senior year, it's yeah. all done. And it's right. just... It's, you know, and there's Doug some, and I yeah.
1: played here in the mid-90s together, and I, I can't even imagine I can't going through, like, all the way up until now, you know, when practice yeah. is already supposed to yeah. start, football. Thinking, are we going to play or are we not going to well, play? I don't even yeah. know how I, could, how I
2: would have handled that. And what we had this discussion today. We drove yeah. to Louisville one back in the house yeah. and brought it up. She's like, you know, I feel bad for these guys that are you know, especially ta- real talented players that maybe are looking at college. And I was like, well, a lot of those guys are noticed already. What, what, what kills me is, I hate it for everybody, but players on the verge that really need a year well, of exposure yeah. and, noticed, and
3: performance. Uh, of course, we're all on that Facebook yeah. group right now, but I noticed that Grant Bingham's mom's post was perfect. Yeah.
1: And I didn't it, say it. And, I will have to look that up. Come
3: on. And the reason it was perfect was it said, last season, her son earned, I think it's 17 D1 offers right yeah. now. That was based on one season. One season. So he blew yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and I think of all the time I said it the other day, of course, I'm a basketball person, but Antoine Barber he shows up at the boy state tournament and was unknown. Yeah, and then has yeah. three big games, and well, you know there, there's kids everywhere yeah. that are Cash miss Daniels, that opportunity. Daniels, you know, he, right. he
2: was he was we knew he was good, uh-huh. but yeah. he was relatively yeah. unheard of. And then, yeah. between his junior and senior yeah. year, he was everywhere. He had one what? huge camp and right. turned in some an awesome performance. All of a sudden. You know, Ohio State, right. Kentucky. I mean, it can change like mm-hmm. that. And it, some of it's luck. Some yeah. of it's work. Some It takes a lot of things. You're but right. This is killing breakout players. But yeah. it needs breakout stars. Yeah. What you got to have is opportunities to perform. Right. And yeah. that's what we're losing. And
3: if we don't give it to them, then we're going to lose. I really do I feel agree. like basketball, as we know it, will become AAU totally. I
0: agree. Um, yeah.
3: They've opened up, I don't know, if you, you know, this month, they've said if there are NCAA players, sanctioned events, then basketball kids can go. So you, I mean, if they have them, which I mean, if they're going to say they can recruit in September, then a lot of kids are going to be gone. And it's going to you know, these kids are going to travel all over the United States and bring it, come back exactly. here. Or they can stay at home and be with me and be in the gym with me and work and get better with exactly. me. But, you know, do I want them to go to these AAU events? A yeah. hundred percent because I want them to but, the but
2: But, and I think a lot of people might not know how AAU it's complementary to right. what we're doing. Right. It shouldn't be. High school basketball should not be complementary to AAU. Right. Okay. It's it's the the way it is and even, I wish we'd back off a little a yeah. little bit. Do think because that. it's the wild west. And you've got you know, you've got uh just you don't know who's coaching as uh-huh. well. You don't know who you're around a lot. You're not you're not like growing up together. You don't you're, know you if you're throwing on the them. Yeah, so so that that's a good point. I'm glad you said that.
0: Nick Saban had, you know, going back to the whole point about playing, Mm -hmm. Nick Saban had an awesome quote, and he didn't care what anybody thought about it. Mm -hmm. Those players are safer Mm
4: -hmm.
0: with him Mm -hmm. than they are out there doing nothing. And you're seeing seeing it on social
2: media. These colleges,
0: college kids are going to be college kids.
2: They're having parties. They're having social gatherings. Players on a football team, you can control that. In college, yeah. okay? And they don't, you're not going to see players out there doing that. But, I mean, I agree with him. And I agree in high school, same thing. Because I think, especially for our community, we have awesome parents, okay? And 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 it's great. But um, I know that these coaches are checking temp- temperatures. They're wiping down equipment. They're taking every pre- precaution you can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I heard um, a health department official, you know, say one time that it's, much better outside, right. you know. So, you know, personally, I worry more a little bit about basketball, but that's a long time from now.
0: But with football out like in the, the open, man. you know, well, the it, NBA's doing it and they're taking taking attempts. Yeah, but Coach Warren can not really put her kids in I the like ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> I know <laughs> you'd
1: you love that. Let's just take all
0: these kids. <laughs> we right can sleep in the, the gym, well, that's
1: okay. Kind of get back on topic a little bit here, Coach. What I've always has impressed me the most about you is you've in this community change the culture and the way people look at girls basketball yeah
3: thank
1: you okay um and i've told you that before no, 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 no. um you know uh 10 years ago if i walked up to somebody and said uh, you know hey you look like uh, you know you shoot that ball like kelsey joe uh, they'd say kelsey joe who no. now you walk up to somebody and say hey you shoot the ball like kelsey joe mm-hmm. Really, that's cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. know, everybody knows who yeah, Joe is, or it. It. Or Kirsten Cole Williams, or any yes. of those guys. Uh, the Gear, uh, Olivia Gearhart, you know. So it, it's a that's really cool. Is that you've been able to change the culture from what it was just ten years ago? Yeah. So, Which is
2: hard to do here. Uh, it's very
0: traditional oriented. Yeah. So it's nice to see that. That's a, that's a cool thing. Um, I appreciate that. well, I got to ask this question about you know I know you have a lot of talented girls mm-hmm. on that team. But the one that, and I don't mean to just, you know, make put a spotlight on her or anything, but the one that everybody's talking about is Trinity. Yes. Can you speak about what she's going to bring to the table this year and how much better she's got? Well,
3: I think everybody knows uh, what Trinity's capable of. Um, She's She is a basketball player. (laughs) And she works really, really hard at it, and she's really passionate about it. the one thing that I really wanted to see her improve on was her shot um, and being able to get her step back coming off of screens, because I plan on using her post players a lot. Everybody knows that with high screens. Um, and her being able to come back and step back off of it. And that's all I had to do was tell her. <laughs> yeah, you get both of that working yeah. and
2: you're about unstoppable. Okay,
3: yeah. now I, I got a
1: little confession to make about that. I went to the Floyd Central game at Region two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I found out that Trinity was starting, and I was like, "She's
2: gonna start." No, she came yeah. Oh yeah,
1: she came off the bench. Well, yeah, yeah. No, either
2: is, way, I mean, but he was the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trinity comes in, and I'm like,
1: "She putting a seventh grader in the game?" Yeah. So I looked at my wife, I was like, "She's a seventh grader." I was like, "There ain't no way she's ready." She looked like a baby. Man. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I mean, I wasn't throwing off on you, but I was just like, "Why is she doing it?" <laughs> and then I, you know, it took about two minutes, and yeah. I figured out why. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's like, daggone, man, this kid's like." Uh, <laughs>
1: This and kid's she's like so Mark Jackson running around. More important
3: than basketball, Trinity's very humble. Yeah. Um, and is a good girl. And Not my well, that
1: family and, for a long time. Yeah. I coached Landon in Little
3: Yes, and she she really wants what she does is she makes everybody around her better. Yeah. Um, and that's almost and the to a fault. Conflict. But yes, sometimes yes. You
0: know, she's so unselfish. Sometimes uh-huh. you're like, don't be special. Yeah. That's all the word I gotta yeah. say is special.
3: I mean, I don't know if you just think about. I've got her. I've got those three seniors I just mentioned. I've got um, Emma Ratliff, who can shoot the ball really, really well. Um, I think Leanne Jackson's going to be the biggest surprise. Her and Kylie Hall and Riley Tyus are going to just really surprise me. Riley is one
0: big ball of energy. I've said that for probably –
1: a year, but and she's nobody's going to see Leah Jackson coming, but when she shows up, it's yeah. going to be big.
3: And then we've got a new one moved in, another Collie Hall, so I'm going to have two Collie wow. Halls. Yeah. So I'm interested. This is the first
0: to have two cool. Kylie Halls. You guys <laughs> are going to look like a freaking WNBA team <laughs> out there. I'm telling you, you, guys got size. You got it all. And, I mean. You probably better our boys' team. But no. going back to Trinity, I, I just loved how she was so good. You cool. got and she went over there against the girl who signed the UK at Shelby Valley. Mm-hmm, she's and she's not yeah. afraid. Yeah. She's yeah. not scared. Yeah. She will go right at her. She don't care. Yeah. And I think that's a big quality you know, that, that she has that's probably going to get her noticed. And Cassidy long. Rose is a great player. In the she is. She's a awesome yeah. player. And
2: also a great person. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Really,
0: going
1: into that region tournament last year, I was like, now how is she going to do against Cassidy on the big stage? Right. She looks here good. Yeah. That, they're really both really, personal. you know,
3: you can't take anything away from either one of those no, kids because no, no, they're both really good
2: right. players. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask, and I'm going to shift it a little, okay. uh, about football. Do we have um, a policy yet about fans yet? I know no. a lot of people keep asking um, questions. Uh, I will tell you, I job, looked
3: at, I looked up the other day, and uh, the complex has a capacity of 4,000. Mm-hmm. So we're just waiting to see what Coach KHSAA says. I think they'll tell us that it's going to be up to... Our local health departments to give us a number mm-hmm. and if you know 25% we can have a thousand fans okay. so I mean good. I think I think everything that we would do would be very doable okay. um, but we've already been looking at what our numbers should we uh, can we bring in bleachers are we definitely gonna have to use the baseball ones um, I think that's a definite um, but I just hope that we have that problem, yeah. 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 That's a good <laughs> that's problem. Yeah. A lot of
1: people have been worried and talked to me about, you know, my wife's talked to me about, mm-hmm. about, you know, crowd attendance and everything else. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, unless it's the Belfry game or the Pike County Bowl or, you know, Paintsville or something like that, Well, you know,
3: all we have, we're have, probably
1: not going to have to worry about numbers too much. We anyway. have Hazard, Belfry,
3: and Lawrence County at home, correct? Yeah. And so uh, really the Belfry game is the one that we're yeah. really going to have to really The focus rest of them, is, yeah. I don't really think well, it's going
2: to affect it all. Yeah. Of well, I just want to, and this is something I hope, that we need to talk to our kids about right. um, and this is I know we're gonna be fine here right. when, you know and we're gonna follow the rules and mm-hmm. you know I, I know you and coach Matt ain't gonna have it any other way right. so but I worry we need to make sure our students know and our parents know mm-hmm. that maybe not some of the places we travel to right. might not you know to really social distancing yeah. make sure you, you do that because we don't want to bring it
3: back right. that's you know? the thing is our numbers are so good here yeah uh, but, but when you look at other places, you got to be really careful, and that's Fair. why, um, you know, when you talk about, I think our fans will be fine if we yeah. said you can wear a mask mm-hmm. If you're, you know, you don't wear a mask. You. I think it'll be. I looked at pictures from in Tennessee this weekend, and you know there was um, a game in Knoxville that had a thousand people out it. Everybody had their mask mm-hmm. on. I thought, um, I think that. The, the one thing is our student section. You yeah. know, you want them to be able to have that experience yeah. and enjoy it, and you know they're not going to want to be six feet apart. Yeah. And how are we yeah. going to address those situations? I wear a
1: tutu <laughs> if I can get the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I, I mean yeah, that's right. how those fans are. I mean they don't care. You know what what you have to do. They just want to watch the ball. Yeah.
2: Right. And uh, something important though. And I, my mom told me this. And you know she coached for thirty years as a cheerleading, but. She said, you know, because I was like, yeah, I really want to see football. And she was like, you know, I know you're going to say that. You guys are going to talk about it. But never forget, it's not your game. You know, it's these kids' games. It's no, those guys on that more, team. Really. And so I think if our whole community can keep that in mind, that this is for those kids right. to experience and, and for our student section, And our students. Because
1: I've had people tell me, well, you're, you're saying you want them to play. What are yeah. the kids saying? Yeah, right. the kids are overwhelming. Well, and then
3: you're not just talking about football right now. You know, you've got volleyball girls yeah. that yeah. really want to be yeah. finished right. their season now and get to play. And then cheerleaders, uh, uh, our members. cheer yeah. and dance, yeah. and then uh, cross country, which I've. I don't understand why we're not running cross country yeah. right now. I gotta okay. figure that out. That, I noticed
2: on the board meeting, the KSA board, they talked about, and it by far got the most, besides football, uh-huh. got the most caution. Yeah. And and I think I think maybe in Northern Kentucky they might have fifteen hundred runners in six waves and stuff. But and I've talked to Julian yeah. about it. Honestly, yeah. um, he and I
3: had a conversation about it. And He says they're worried about the finish line. I mean, we can we can start them on different times, you know, and and do all of that, but they're worried about the finish line and kids being right on top of each other, breathing and finishing. And these that was their their number one concern. Concern, yeah. With that. Um but I know soccer, I mean, I just feel like we should you know, those kids are really they've been all of us have been working out for nine yeah, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say. And our kids yeah. really need us to go to them and say we're going to do something. Have you different.
2: seen that though? And you know, I, I can see this as a coach. Mm-hmm. Conditioning super important. Over-conditioning but but over conditioning can it. be worse yes. because they're going to suffer from burnout, yes. fatigue, possibly injury. You know, I mean, yeah. and, and and that's something. Do you see that yet, yeah. or are they still kind of mentally strong, just going? No, mine
3: are over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mine are. Can we please play? against each other
1: yeah and i'm like no you know we yeah. can't yeah, play offense defense that's frustrating um, well that goes like in the military you know after they pt you so much in yeah. boot in boot camp then eventually i mean you're you just pretty much take over for the grill after <laughs> yeah.
2: they're ready to they're
1: just so they're ready they're, for something else we've been you
3: know. telling them for nine weeks if they do things right yeah
2: you'll get to play
3: we're gonna get to play if we do these things if i'm in the gym doing hit workouts with the girls i have a mask on yeah. the girls do not because they don't have to they stay six feet apart but we've been saying if we do these things we do yeah. these things we do these things if something good's going to come out of this we're going to yeah. get to play and yeah. now it's like i feel like i didn't realize until on thursday when KSA announced that we were going to play sports i honestly until that like an hour after that i was like I, can't, I feel like a different person.
4: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I didn't realize how much it had been wearing on me that we weren't going to get to play sports. And then, so I've just been like, I'm not going to let all this talk about us not yeah. getting to play. Yeah. I, get yeah. To get to and, me. and, you
2: know, I know that's politics stuff. And that, you know yeah. what? No big deal. But right. we, you know, I think it would be demoralizing, yeah. especially starting school well, on such have a negative. It,
1: come out yeah. and said, it's going to be dangerous these kids' mental health. more yeah. than COVID is if they don't yeah. Yeah. Our kids you know, just...
3: They just—they're kids. They yeah. want to play. They yeah. want to be out there. They, you know, they lost prom. They, you know, they're losing They've so so much and um, lost their spring sports. The baseball, yeah. Which you know, when you look back at it, and I don't mean to, you know, we could have finished the girls' state tournament. Yeah. There was we we, we courted three months too early. Yes, we out could yet. have finished the boys' state tournament. Yeah. We, we could, could have played baseball, have played baseball and yeah. softball and ran track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we're all learning. Yeah. So.
2: And I think that was one of the problems where it's a new virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just n- yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was so much uncertainty. You know, I know my my pharmaceutical company canceled trips I had planned for months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing is is there was so much misinformation a little right. bit right. and not enough hard data mm-hmm. that I think we aired on the side of safety and
3: that's great. Yeah, that is. The right but thing. now yeah.
2: we know enough. Yeah. And then I, now so, I know, like JT, you know,
3: he's a manager for UK's yeah. women's program, and they're all. Wearing masks, everyone, players and coaches are wearing masks. You know, they're doing like us, one ball, one player, one goal. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully, I mean, we're all telling these kids that we're doing these things for a reason. So hopefully they can see the rewards.
0: Well, everything's awesome, but we've got to ask some football questions. Okay. (laughs) let's do it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think okay. we covered a lot of football. And we're going to be your biggest fans this year. We're going to try to make as many girls' basketball games we can. But Whether you want to say, or not. not. Or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First question, are you a football fan? <laughs> but before, yeah. 100%. Yeah,
3: I love it. Yeah. I'm one of those moms that was like, I can't wait to see my boy hit somebody. Are you? Okay, i got
0: to ask this. Are you a, you know, you, okay, like I yeah, I just, I you a...
3: That's a bull call,
0: ref, type of mom. I used
3: just... to be like that and then I don't know, I just felt like I just kinda try to sit back, watch, and cheer and be positives and not only let positives come out of my mouth because as a basketball coach I'm hard enough on referees and so I don't <laughs> I just would rather just sit back and enjoy it, to be honest, that's what I'm trying to do.
1: Okay. So does Robert have to tell you to get back in the coaching box or he's gonna tee you up or <laughs> what? Uh
3: Robert and I—the only arguments we ever have are because <laughs> of something stupid. on the sideline. <laughs> That's, cool. That's funny.
2: That is funny. <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. Now, my wife is kind of the opposite. I, I always thought she'd be like, "Oh, I hope he don't get hurt." And then she is kind of like that till the, you know, till the kick off and then she gets in, sits down, and kind of gets in the mode, and then she's like, "Kill him, Corbin! Uh, kill him!" <laughs> yeah. No, I I I, mean, I get excited
3: for. I try to cheer, you know, or like. Yell for everyone and try to not
0: focus on JT when he would be out there. You know, yeah. yeah. So, as, all right, so we know what it's like for us to watch a football game
4: because
0: mm-hmm. we played and, you know, we're all fired up like, all right, you know, that dude's got to do this. They got to do this. Just talk about the elephant in the room. We're all vicariously living for our children. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on. Exactly. You, know, but you
1: might as well say what it is.
0: We all played and we all are, you know, He's a daddy, I'm an uncle, daddy over there. What's it like for a mommy to watch her son play football? Because, you know, you hear all these people, all these mommies say they don't want their, uh, their baby to play football, they're going to get hurt. What is it like for you to watch?
1: Well, if I may interject here, yeah? those same mommies say so they don't want their babies to play football because he might get hurt, and they go out and buy him a dirt bike. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it's like, here,
1: son, this, these bottle rockets are too dangerous. Here's a bazooka. Go have a good yeah. time.
3: I think football teaches you life lessons. Um hey, That's coming from, from a mommy,
0: folks. And I yeah. think
3: uh, the mental toughness of going out and lining up across from somebody and knowing you're going to hit them every time, I think that is huge. And I think that... Uh, I never felt like what if. I'm not one of those what if people anyway. Um, But for me, watching JT was about watching him grow up. And, you know, he was a quarterback always until we came here. And I just enjoyed his transformation here and watched him become, you know, a young boy to becoming a man. And I felt like... um, you know, he loved Coach Johnson. And his relationship that he had with Coach Johnson when he was here was great. And I think
1: everybody loves Coach Johnson. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was just
3: everything for him was about trying to please no, him. Now, which Johnson?
1: Billy or Steve? Billy. OK. Oh, I mean,
3: he liked Steve, too. So yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I wasn't trying to put you to yeah. the no. uh, But I mean, I think he just really wanted to please him. And he wanted to, to do whatever it took to help the football team. And right. I think that, you know, as a mom, that's what I wanted to see. Um, and I just like the joy of watching him play. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of times parents don't give themselves that opportunity to yeah. get the joy out of just watching him play. And I, I really feel like I did that.
1: I've told several parents over the course of when I was coaching Little League all the way up until now because most of these kids who are juniors and who are sophomores, juniors, and seniors now. Me, JR, and Doug, I'll coach from were in Little League. So we yeah. pretty much raised these mm-hmm. kids, you know, from Little Bitty Feathers. And what I tell a lot of parents who get mad because their kid's not getting a lot of playing time, he's just playing special teams, he's just saying, is I, I just say, just, just relax and let him compete.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He's going to have to learn how to compete. Yeah. Just relax and let him compete. And as he learns how to compete, he will get better. Right. That's how you get better. I mean, right. you know, that's well, just lots of
3: competition, and if we don't yeah. teach our kids that they're going to have to compete to get whatever it is that they want, then shame on us. Amen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, how? What was it like? I got to am the hard question guy. Yeah, how? What was it like for you last year to see him go through that that pain? That
3: while two years ago it was terrible (laughs) yeah um it was you know um i don't know at the same time there was joy in that he knew a lot of times jt tells me thank you for bringing him here Mm -hmm. um and he is appreciative now of the move that we made and he um when they won the game to go play at the, the semifinals game, yeah, right. that's my favorite memory of football, was that I had the trophy, taking it out to give it, the kids out on the field, Yeah, and uh, JT ran to me and just said, thank you, Mom, you know, for everything. That's, uh, because, that's a good moment, huh, Jared? Right, yes. yes, and because he said, he knew, he knew I was in a great situation at Fleming County, and he knew that I loved Fleming County. Um, but he also knew that it was, the move was basically just for him. Yes. Um, and that to me was my favorite moment. So then getting to see him play and be on the field at Kroger was just, you know, you just got to take the good with the bad. I mean, we had our chances, um, nobody thought we were going to be in that game, right. um, my friends' kids play at Beechwood, so yeah. <laughs> um, that so, was. So, so what,
1: what, what? Time out! Here. You're from Painsville and you have friends at Beechwood. I know. What? I know. That's, that's well, it for the day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord,
3: that's um, funny. But it was like that's where success is when your season ends on that field. Yeah, right. Same thing in basketball. Success is when your season ends at Rapp. Right yeah, And um, so you just got to,
1: you know, it was tough. but I was talking to Bull Hunter a couple of weeks after that game, mm-hmm. and he was still tore up. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about it still. And uh, I told him, I said, man, anytime your season ends there, I don't care how that goes. Yeah. That's been a heck of a year. Yeah, I said, yeah. I never made it there. Right. So I said, just be thankful, and and you know, you've done something that only nine other teams in the 95 year history of this program have done. Right. So I said, it's pretty special what you did, right. and I know
0: it hurts, but it's still pretty special. The reason I asked that is because I, I just wanted to get like your perspective on this, because a lot of people say that they'd rather lose in a blowout than lose by one point, and I know that had to be crushing on JT to lose uh, by just yeah. one point. It was, and I mean. I just had, because...
3: But I look back at that season and think about how we started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got so much I'm not taking
3: credit for this, (laughs) but Connor Roberts was sitting in the gym and said, came to me and asked me and said, Coach, what can I do to get stronger? My ankles are killing me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, play football. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay.
2: And you're forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's interesting because many I'm glad you them. know that too. Yeah. Because in basketball, I played both basketball and football, mm-hmm. and the one critical thing that helped me right. was in in football. It's because I played basketball, mm-hmm. and okay, but in basketball,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it it definitely made you stronger, right. and it taught you physicality that other people won't right. have.
3: Connor will tell you that it, yeah. I was like, you are in this gym. He was living. He was overdoing in the gym. it. Yeah, yeah. I've told I him saying, that myself. If yeah. you will just go play football, it will change your basketball yeah. game. And ta-da! And there you
0: go. <laughs> and there you go. And Mr. Football Finals
2: yeah, too. That's yeah. an amazing story.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know, I enjoyed uh, just just to tell you this. Uh-huh. JT played with a lot of heart. Yeah, yeah he did. You. Always played. With he, he practiced with a lot of. Art. A lot we of have, art have too. never heard anything.
1: We've had several people yeah, on the yeah. show. We yeah. have never heard anybody say anything bad about that kid. He was always a tireless worker. I mean, we saw it, but you know, we're football geeks. You yeah. know, naturally, we're going to see it. And it says something. But even those kids say it, saw it, and they noticed it. So that that
0: that made, that made, makes a lot of difference. And it says something to him that we've had one of the best wide receiving cores yeah. for the last couple of years. Yeah. And he, get, he just comes in and gets playing time uh, over some of those boys. That's a testament to his work ethic and yeah. how he is. I well,
2: and he's coachable, that, yeah. too. One of the He's one of the only guys that came back after college, and you know, I'll see a few of them when they come back. And the, I think I saw him this summer at some point. And he goes, you're right, Coach. You told me the most important thing. I was telling him in high school, I was like, go to class. I was like, that first year, man, go to every single class and he was like you're right you know we talked yeah he listens you know and that was a good thing that's awesome yeah we just wanted to he's i always
3: say he's my best
2: friend
3: yeah
2: he is he's a a
1: good kid um but uh well my my daughter uh she doesn't play basketball anymore i don't know Uh if i told you that or not she (laughs) wanted to go to dance team Uh, oh yeah (laughs) She's (laughs)
0: 5'5". Help me. She ain't
1: going to listen to me. She might listen to you.
0: But, Coach, we very much appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. And um, any shout-outs you'd like to have before the show ends here?
3: Um to anybody? Yeah. Anybody.
0: Everybody doing anyway. an awesome right except, now except paints for your friends at yeah. hey, Beach Beach. Hey, listen, we, we got fans in China right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> dude
0: is listening to Afghanistan yeah. in Afghanistan. Yeah. I'm,
3: I'm going with my cafeteria ladies. Awesome. Um, Good choice. Because I think they are unsung heroes. Yes. Is no, Marilyn Taylor think. still over? she just retired she did yeah. Janice, still Janice, is still Janice is still there Janice is awesome Janice, awesome. Janice <laughs> is the best Janice rules
2: she put 20 pounds on me in six months my yeah. senior high school <laughs>
3: yeah I'm going with them because they uh, you know they, a lot of times they're not people that you see out in the community yeah. a lot because they're back there working and doing the things that they do but they uh, I think if you ask all of our kids like you guys they it's their food is served with love and uh um, The biggest thing I can say, too, about them is a lot of times I sit back and I think about Janice. You know, in life, we're supposed to be servant leaders and serve others, and that's all they do. Yeah. And um, they live for, and it took me a while to figure it out because I was like, I don't eat sugar. I don't eat this. And now I'm like, all right, Janice, give me what you got. (laughs) Because uh, for her and those ladies, it's about serving others and... To
0: me they are definitely heroes you know? oh, that's awesome Man. they help a lot of people i would not have had as great a high school experience without yeah. janice i'll tell you that much right now yeah janice and marilyn and all, oh, all no, those we Sheila, she was there when you were there right? Sheila, she was she, she,
3: she, 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 she,
1: she probably was mm-hmm. i think i probably know her for her. yeah but i do remember janice because yeah. i talked to janice every day. I let me tell you something. Even when me and Doug was going to school, if anybody said anything bad about, about Janice, that whole school would yeah. be oh, no. yeah, They'd have the whole football laser. team. They'd have everybody in the <laughs> basketball team, everybody in the office. Everybody could tell everyone. She
3: just turned 80. God. So, mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing. She's a superwoman. Yeah. Yep. Working. Oh God, that's a work ethic. Yeah, there. it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But, Coach... We know you just ran uh, to Florida and back, so we know you're probably wanting to get home and get you a bite to eat and go to bed, so we'll let you go, and thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Coach. You guys do a great job over there, man. Everything you do, everything that you guys do, it's just part of something special you know yeah, that's always you know that's been here since all of you guys have showed up and and things so
0: it's, you guys do a great job
3: thank so. you appreciate it
0: yep and for us here at the hail podcast at the end of the day just remember one thing hail Pikeville
2: <laughs> that's a good one yeah, yeah that's right. good that's a good yeah. one hang well, on and right. I over, over yet <laughs>